Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with this phone. you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go. It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no. The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts. So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass. So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser with the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers. To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters. Put in the stake in the shower, break a rim, big power, hour. Yeah, hello. Oh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sounds, another fantastic episode of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I am Brian Breaker. Joining me as always, Big Underscore Bane. What's going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot. Feeling uh, feeling energized today? A little bit, you know. I, I just, what kind of energy drink you got there? It's like a, It looks like a caramel the, apple. Yeah, that's that Alani New. Um, I don't know if it's new or in you. I don't know what it's supposed to be, but I've always called it Alani New. And they still have some of the Witch's Brew from Fall. Oh, wow. I'm still finding it, so I'm still getting it as long as I can find it. Get it while you can get it. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's like it's caramel apple, and it's like the only attempt at a caramel apple that actually tastes like caramel apple. It's like perfect. The Bang Candy Apple Crisp isn't bad, I don't think. It's not bad, but this is better. Better? As far as the actual taste of it, yeah, this is way better. Remember caramel apple pops? That's what this tastes like. Those are so good. It tastes exactly like that. It's yeah. insane. I don't even, do they make those anymore? Uh, yeah, I think you can still find them at gas stations randomly. I've never seen, I haven't seen one in years. It's wild. It's weird how things kind of just disappear. Yeah. And you don't even realize it. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, where'd squeeze it's go? Right. Right Now around Halloween, go down the, go, go down the candy aisle on Halloween because they'll be there. Think so? Oh yeah, the, not squeezes, but well, yeah. <laughs> squeezes are long. Yeah, they're gone. long gone. But yeah, the, I I do see those every year, like in the candy aisle. They'll have like the big bags of them. No man, those are so good. Oh yeah, I don't really like eat suckers though, you know, or lollipops, yeah. whatever they were. Yeah. But it just kind of was like, ah, oh, <clears throat> those were good back in the day. Yeah, you know, I I still like a good lollipop every now and then. You know what I mean? Like especially the, uh, the tootsie pops. Tootsie pops. Yeah, those weren't my favorite. I always preferred a blow pop. Yep. Over a Tootsie Pop. Yeah, I just, I hated the gum in the Blow Pop. I didn't like the gum, but I liked the flavor better. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Something about that, Uh, the, the there was the chocolate, like the double chocolate. It was the chocolate and the chocolate Tootsie, tootsie oh, Pop. Yeah, I remember. That was good. And then I really liked the blueberry flavor, too. Yeah, I always got the blue if I was going to get one. The blueberry flavor was really good, too. Good times. Good oh, times. Oh, yeah. Love that candy. Love it. What's new with you, man? I feel like you're setting me up for something. I don't remember if I was supposed to talk. No, I'm just literally. Oh, you're literally asking. I'm literally asking because I have nothing planned for this (laughs) entire show. I was like, shit, did I say something that I was going to talk about? I couldn't remember. 
not you know not a whole lot i i did want to bring this up because we had talked last week about uh awkward experiences at, at dutch brothers right oh yes so i went to one like the same day after we got done podcasting last week had a really awkward experience again did you wave at them weird, like, not no, me, kid in the back. No, this is, yeah, no. Oh, what, I got an awkward experience from last night. I'll remind me, I'll tell you after this. Okay, well, what, what happened here is I ordered my coffee. Um, How was it? Oh, amazing. I never had their coffee. It's so good. I'm telling you, get the flapjack mocha. It's life-changing. Flapjack uh, is in, like, pancake yeah, flavor? Oh, yeah. man. So it's like kind of got, like, a maple syrup type flavor to it. Um, Did you have a nice little conversation with the window guy? And it was it was a window lady, and uh, I say lady, she was like a teenager, but um, <clears throat> I don't think you can be over sixteen and work there, right? They're all very young, right? And so I pull up, and uh, she said, she said, "Hey, how's it going?" And I said, "Oh, pretty good." And she said, "What have you been up to today?" <laughs> I said, "Nothing. Just decided to come get some coffee. Yeah, just just hanging out. It's a it's an easy day today." And she's like, "Oh, that's good." And uh, I was like, well, how about you? And and she, like, literally went through her whole day. Like, she's like, got up, did this, did that. And she's like, now I'm here. And I was like, well, it's not a bad day. And she, she said no. And then I, it was like a break after that. And I was like, okay, thank God that's over. But then she said, what do you got planned tonight? And I was like, nothing. Just going to hang out at the house. And finish my coffee. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just. Just kind of enjoy the day. And she she said, you don't have any plans? And I'm like, nope, nope. I'm, I'm going to gonna do nothing. <laughs> and then, like, at this point, she had already handed me my coffee. Yeah. But she was still trying to talk to me. And I was like, I, see, see you later. <laughs> well, sometimes, and I don't go there often, but my, my experience has always been, usually it takes them a little bit to make the drink. It does. And so I guess that's where they throw that in. Hey, we'll, we'll have a, a little conversation. Yeah. That way you don't feel like you're just waiting. Yeah. And so oddly enough, I, I went to one, I went and ate lunch with my mom. Side story. We have a barbecue place in town called Daddy B's at 91st and Riverside. Oh, yeah. Freaking try it. Good. Oh, my God. I think I think the best barbecue I've had. Haven't had that Albert G's that's in Tulsa Hills. I haven't either. But. It is like the best barbecue I've had that's in town. It's that's awesome. Daddy B's. So good. Um, anyway, so I went there, but then after I dropped my mom off, uh, after eating lunch with her, I went to, there was one uh, Dutch Brothers in Jinx that I went to right down the road from her. You're just uh, hitting all of them, aren't you? Just going everywhere. And that one was great because there was a line and they had somebody out there to take our, take my order. Before I even got to the window, they handed me my drink. So I didn't even have to like have that awkward conversation. I was like, "This is this is how it's done." Oh yeah, that's that's how it should be. Yeah, like I will say, um, I don't go to Chick Fil A often, but when I do go, it annoys me how long the line is. Yes, but they have it down right. If yeah. the line's long, they have someone out there taking your order on an iPad. Mm -hmm. Pull up to the window, bam, there's yep. food. It's like, oh dang. I will fast. say, what I hate about Chick Fil A though is I don't always know what I want to get. And because they have those seasonal items and like a lot of times I like to try those seasonal items. Oh, know, for sure. Like so the, you want you want to see the menu? I want to see the menu, but they don't really give you the opportunity because they're so far back from the menu taking your order. Maybe you should ask, but hey, I would like to see the menu. I'm not sure what I would like. Yeah. I bet they'd let you move up. Maybe, but like then it's just 
annoying because they're waiting on you and you're holding up traffic. You know, it's a, I feel well, like then it's be a lot prepared. Of, Look up the digital it's, menu. It's babe. The of, problem is you. It is not my problem. It is their problem for getting in my face and making me order. <laughs> like uh, it's a prison. <laughs> Bane is the problem. I knew it. No. So this is a awkward experience last night. Um, I was out eating and my niece never likes to go anywhere with me hardly. Okay. You know, she's like 12 now. And she's just like, you're, pre- you're not cool anymore. Yeah. Preteen, you know? And, uh, but she's always like, cause I buy my nephew stuff usually cause he's with me and I feel bad. Not if I'm buying myself something, I feel bad not buying him something. Sure. And so I, I was like, well, you know, I'll take you to Walmart and buy you some makeup or something. Yeah. She's because she loves buying makeup. So she's like, can we go now? Cause there's, we were eating at the Santa Fe by the Glenpool Walmart. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll take you over there. So we went over there and she picked out a couple of things. I was not aware of this, but in the makeup aisle, did you know that they now at Walmart sell sex toys? I did know that. You did? I did. Yes. Yeah. Cause I, I have to go uh, pick up makeup with Steph a lot. And yeah, we've, we've been down that aisle a few times. I, that was, I had no idea mm-hmm. that they, that they target those too. Do they? Yep. That's, that's a new one. Yep. Cause I know like Walmart never sold like playboy or anything. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're so like you'll sell straight up like they even had a stroker. Yep. Like I was like, I noticed it. I don't think she did, and I was just trying to like. Well, they not, had it in somewhat discreet packaging. It still shows you what's on in there. It wasn't that dis- that it's, discreet though. It's not super discreet, but it's a. It still shows you what's in there, but it's like. It's like not like super bright colors, and I mean maybe it is. It was super bright colors. It was like bright orange, bright was pink, it? and yeah, and it was one of those things where it's like. I was just waiting for her to be like, what's that? Right. I have no idea. Let's move on. You know, it was just like, good Lord. And I mean, it's not to me, that's like not a big deal, Mm -hmm. but it's like young preteen girls are going to be in that aisle. It's kind of like, that's, that's borderline on inappropriate, I think. Yeah. But I don't know. I just thought that was really weird because I was not prepared to see that. Yeah. That is a, I noticed, I noticed it in target a long time before I noticed it in Walmart. Mm. Um, I think it was just within the last like year or two. I saw it in Walmart might've been around like Christmas time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, targets had them for a few years now. Well, Walmart may have two. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like, I remember us being in high school and we'd like check out sometimes the magazines and they'd have like a Maxim magazine. And there was this one where this model was literally only wearing electric tape. Yeah. And I'm like, Wow. Anyone could pick this up. Like it just yeah. seemed, it seemed like, man, like there's like no, you'd think this would be a plastic cover. Yeah. Something, you know, um, glass case. You'd think there'd be something in a way to make this like way less visible to, you know, the people that shouldn't be seeing it, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like they, they think that's more like modeling and not like, porno like well no and in, in that case yes yeah. but the sex toys is what yeah. i was referring to like that just was which where was that what was she after on that aisle because isn't that aisle mostly like um like the sexual wellness stuff it, it, on the right it was and the left it was like lotions and face scrubs and stuff oh and that's what she was looking at and so like we turned, the, so you went to the glimpool walmart yeah okay and so we turned the corner and like on the left is what she was looking at i'm walking by and it's like eye level with me which that may have been on purpose to keep it up high so the yeah. but still i'm like 
I did a double take because I'm like, right. surely I didn't just read Stroker. Yeah. You know, but it's just like, oh. And then you see like a whole <laughs> collection. You're like, oh, okay, well. Right. Every orifice is covered. Fantastic. Yep. yep. And uh, I don't know. It just was, it was shocking to see how bold it was, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's an old fashioned way of thinking. It just, I felt like every young girl buys makeup. That's like the thing they're into. And it's just right there. I don't know. It was very surprising to me. Yeah. I don't. It's it's a little bizarre too, but even condoms I feel like are more designed to not look like what they are. Yeah, like if you didn't know, you wouldn't. Looks know. like a wet napkin. <laughs> well, and just in the box, it doesn't really right. show anything that I've ever seen. It just you know explains right. what it is, right? And if you don't know, you don't know. This was like very clear what it was. I was like, oh yeah, oh boy, and they probably do that like to make sure you know you know what you're buying if you're gonna buy something like that well of course but not to mention how embarrassing would that be to do it at walmart that's a self-checkout item for sure even walking up with it for sure i you know i dude okay i think buying condoms is incredibly embarrassing yeah i mean i've i do it i mean you can also buy that shit on amazon true which (laughs) kind of leads to me like i would Normally, if I've had to buy them, it's like, oh, okay, might need them tonight. Right. Can't wait the two-day shipping. Thanks, Prime. Yeah. But, you know, it's, um, I don't know, it's always been like, let me grab something else so I don't walk up looking like that's the only thing I'm buying. Just condoms. <laughs> let me I get this bottle of lotion, uh, paper towels. That'd be an incredibly good dare, though, to make <laughs> someone just go to Walmart, go to the busiest aisle. Yep. With a person checking out and buy a buy a sex toy. Yeah. I think it'd be funny. I'm sure. I'm sure they get purchased. I mean, otherwise, I know Walmart's pretty good about not letting things take up shelf space. Yeah, it could also be a big like online item because Walmart ships basically everything now. Yeah, and I think they actually even do delivery too now. Do they? Like they have their own delivery vans? That's I've never done it, but I've seen when I bought something on like Walmart.com because sometimes the action figures you can't find in stores. Yeah, so you can buy them online, but it'll ask like if you want it delivered, and it's like however much it's more obviously or you can just do it shipped and it's like oh okay huh. so i guess they could actually will drive it to you well that's interesting yeah so i don't that know might... if i would trust a walmart delivery driver though well actually someone at work was telling me there was a thing that they were testing out where um this almost doesn't seem true because so many things could go wrong here but the the story was they're working out a service where walmart will actually deliver your stuff and put it in your house for you i don't buy that I don't either. That's what he was telling me, but that just didn't seem legit. No, because there's means, too much liability. Right. There's liability. You would have to give Walmart a key to your house um, or some kind of access to your house. Now, if you're there to monitor them, maybe. But if I'm there, they don't need to be in my house. If Yeah. If I'm there, they can just hand the stuff off to me. I think the, um, he said the reason was, was like perishable items, milk, cheese, things like, sure. things like that. They can't be out in the heat you know, yeah, summertime, but I'm like, eh, I'd rather risk it than have some stranger walk into my house. Yeah. It was some type of like, they gave you a special, they get, you gave them a key or something. I'm just like, but like, what's to stop that person after hours to come back and ransacking your house? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It didn't seem like a good idea to me. No, that's a terrible idea. If that is true. I um don't, don't think it speaking of Walmart though. Like I, I feel like they are running out of ways to keep in business a little bit. Mm -hmm. Have you seen how hardcore they have been lately about like 
like stopping thieves, uh, stopping. You're talking about like at the uh, check at the at, when they check your receipts. There's yeah, the, there's that, and then I've also like seen um, people talk about how they will um, kind of like over time collect how much like you've stolen over the years and then come after you after it's a, a substantial amount. I, I actually saw a TikTok. It may have been this morning about someone saying how there's inadvertent theft and then advertent theft. Mm-hmm. And they're, I guess, keeping track of like when you per, maybe what you're talking about purposely steal something. Yeah. And like, they don't do anything right then, but they kind of track it. Mm-hmm. So speaking of that, a guy I worked with at my current job, he's no longer there, but he had said that he had a family member that worked at Sam's. Yeah. And this guy would come in and he would steal a roll of hamburger meat. Like, okay. cause those come in like one, three, five pounds, whatever. He'd yeah. like a five pound roll, which I don't know how much that is. 15 bucks probably like yeah. not crazy amount. Yeah. But he did it like every week and they were just waiting for him to get up to the felony amount. Really? Yeah. So they, they knew he was doing it. Yeah. Wow. And I get, which is, I think a thousand dollars maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know the specifics on that. I don't steal hamburger meat. Yeah. I, so uh, I don't know a thing I do either, but I just thought that was interesting. So that kind of, it could be something like what you're saying. Like could they're just be. waiting people out. Well, and Sam's and Walmart are the same thing. Yeah. Um, so it might, they probably have the same policies, but I also find it really strange. But why steal? You know, I mean, yeah, but you know, I, I also like my whole thing is like, I, I get like, I kind of get stealing a little bit to a certain extent. Because if you don't have the money, you know, if you're stealing to feed your family, yeah, and you have the means to work, stealing a shit ton of clothes to resell, you know, get out of here. But like, but to me, that's again stealing food because you're hungry is is one thing. Yeah, but I don't think that's what people are doing. I think they're stealing because they're pieces of shit. Right, and but like, my whole thing is is more so with the employees who get paid minimum wage, like putting their lives on the line to stop somebody from stealing. Oh, I would never do that. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what's cause dude, I can't tell you how many TikToks I've seen of that where it's like a freaking Walmart manager, a Walmart employee, like trying to tackle someone, trying to tackle somebody, trying to like get in their way. See, the I'm thing like, is, come is on. I've known the Walmart policy. They say if someone steals something, cause I know John Webb used to work there. He said, if you know, when you walk in, there's all the TVs. Mm-hmm. So if someone grabs a TV and picks up and walks out, only thing you're supposed to do is just, you know, say something to them, but you're not supposed to get in their way at all. Yeah. So I, if they're doing that, that's on their own. That's yeah. not a policy thing. Cause but I don't think Walmart would be that stupid. Hopefully not. Um, but, but even, even if it's just on their own, why would you do that? Like what, what kind of weird mentality is that? There's weird people out there though, man. I know. Cause like you, that is not worth it. Now I know like Best Buy, like they had their whole, like um, they actually have like security guards at their front right door, and it's usually like some big old refrigerator looking dudes, and so it's like. But that's their job. That's what they're hired for. Quick Trip has security sometimes yeah. at some of the more dangerous stores. Yeah, I, that I understand, and that's their job. But it's like I've even heard with Quick Trip, they're not even worried about it because like, what's the most valuable thing you're going to steal in Quick Trip? Exactly, a case of beer, right. probably like yeah. thirty bucks. You know, like. Let them take it. And there's actually some quick trips around town. I believe it's around town anyway. I know they're kind of getting to be more national now, but I saw a video about a quick trip that actually made it to where you had to scan your license to even open the beer thing. 
Oh, well, yeah. I'm like, it's a good idea. Absolutely, because you have to be a certain age to even buy it. Right. So why do you need to look at it for? Yeah. And it's I mean, not, it's not a bad policy. Well, and on top of that, if it comes up missing, if that, you know. Who's the last person to open it? Exactly. I mean, that's. It's like, going to deter anyone who wants to, to steal. Right. You know, any even if they can't track it like that, it's it's going to make people think twice about stealing that. Oh yeah, theft is is a very interesting thing because, like you said, I I know when my dad is a fireman, they had a a situation where a the police had to shoot this guy who stole some stuff, and the reason that because he shot at them, so yeah. they shot back and they killed him. This is back in the nineties, and when they got to his car, he had uh, about thirty dollars worth of calculators. Wow! So. Why? Why are you still in calculators? Yeah. You know, like it's that to me is what's weird about it. It's like, right. Or like people, I guess there's been a trend of people buying a cheap item in a PS five and ringing in the cheap item. And I've heard of that for years. And then like, you think they're not going to notice that's missing. <laughs> right. Like, oh, well, there's actually a guy we went to high school with that was selling video cameras out the back door. I remember that. Yeah. And I'm just like, the hell's the matter with you? You moron. Like, yeah. why would you do that? Yeah. Like, what's, how do you not expect to get caught? Of course. Yeah. They have, like, it's Walmart. Everything's digitally, yeah. like, tracked in, in a barcode. So they have inventory. Not to mention there's cameras everywhere. Right. Like, why? I'm sure there's just as many cameras in the back than there are on the front. Right. It's like, why are you doing this? I remember there was a guy we went to high school with that would, like, he'd have, like, an American Pie DVD. Mm -hmm. How you want this? Just the disc. No case. Right. And I'm like, no. Yeah. I didn't realize it was stolen yeah. at the time. But it's like, hey, you want this? You want this? I'm like. No. And some people are like, hey, man, you have more DVDs? I can get more. What do you want? And they're oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, that's just not worth it. Yeah. Not, not for a DVD. No, like, that's crazy. I don't know. It's just um, theft is a, a bizarre thing. But at the same time, it also pisses me off that they want to see my receipt. I don't even let them. I just walk right by them. Yeah. I don't care. The like, only I'm at the self-checkout. You watch me check out. Right. I'm on camera. Yeah. And I've, I don't know if you've ever had this where you try to check out. If something gets rang in twice or it doesn't ring in, they literally, there's a camera of them showing your hands. Yeah. Go by. Yeah. So they have footage of everything. Oh, yeah. The only time I've ever stopped and, and will ever stop for like them to check my receipt is if I have something that's like too big to bag. Sure. And I'll, I'll let them just verify because I, I get it. Like it's not in a bag or anything. But dude, if I have all these groceries and shit, like I'm not, I'm not stopping for them. Like that's stupid. And I'll just wave at them. Tell them to have a good day. Yeah, normally they don't even ask me anymore, but it, it's one of those things where it's like you are, because I, I guess I've, I was reading that since the self-checkout came into place, mm -hmm. theft has been, been a bigger issue. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course it's a bigger issue. Yeah. You're basically putting it out there like, hey, let people do shitty things. Yeah. Like, I remember Webb told me that they one time saw a guy stole a DVD and he went and took a knife out of the kitchen area pulled it out of the plastic wrap to cut the DVD case open. <laughs> He's like, did he bring his own knife? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's just so stupid. Yeah. You know? It's I, ridiculous. I don't know. I just don't get it. And Walmart is like what Superstore was modeled after. I don't know if you ever watched that show, but that's, I haven't, I need to, that's basically what that was modeled after was Walmart. And it's just, you see a lot of that type of stuff in there too. So, I mean, they kind of nailed it. You don't you don't hear a lot of good things coming out of Walmart. No, any even the shopping experience itself is kind of the shits. Oh, there's nothing great about it. No, the only reason for me to ever go to Walmart is that it's like quite a bit cheaper than Reesers. Oh yeah, and 
Resources are so damn expensive these days that it's like stupid to even go there. I'll tell you, man, you need to start going to Cash Saver. Yeah. I don't go in there often, but when I do, it is fantastic as far as prices are concerned. Yeah. Well, and, and the best thing, there's like nobody in there. And they they also, if I remember right, isn't it like the more you buy, the bigger the discount is or whatever on your food? That I don't know, but they what they do is they charge you 10% apparently above cost. Okay. And, and so basically, they charge you 10% plus the tax, which ours is like 9 yeah. around here. So it's like 19% above what the sticker price is. But they have like bang energy drinks for like 83 cents. Oh, damn. Yeah. Now, here's the weird thing. There's two. There's one on the north side and the south side. They have different shit. Yeah. So like you never know what you're going to find. But like if you're just getting like, hey, I need just some basic groceries, they, mm-hmm. they've got quite a bit of stuff there. Yeah. I know I'll have to check them out. I I just I, never go. I'm probably like you. You don't think about it, right? I forget it's there. Yeah. Like ever since that homeland got taken, because that's where it's at, right? Mm-hmm. The old homeland. Ever since that and homeland, the old warehouse market. Yeah, yeah. And I, ever since that homeland got taken out, I forget there's even a grocery store there. I know. Like I'll drive right by it, giving it the middle finger on the way to Reesers. But they're in the same t- uh, parking yeah. area. Yeah, and it's weird. Yeah, but um, I actually really enjoy going to Aldi too. Aldi's pretty cheap. Yeah. Um. Like I can, I can, where I can spend like a hundred bucks at Walmart, I can usually do it with like 60 bucks. Oh yeah. Aldi Aldi just doesn't have the selection. Sometimes that, yeah. And that's been an issue, but yeah, like I, like I said, I cash saver. What actually got me to go there is, um, at new year's Eve, I was going to my sister's house and I was going to make this like dip that I make Mm -hmm. and I needed, I needed Fritos bean dip for it. Okay. Well, Walmart was out cause it's, you know, party time. Everyone's buying party you know, food. So I was like, well, that sucks. And so I'm like, yeah, I can't make it without bean dip. So I'm leaving. I'm like, well, I guess I can't make it. I'll go to research, but I, I literally drive my cash saver. So I'm like, Hey, I'll stop in there. Maybe they have it. And they have tons of it. And oh, it's yeah. like half the price of Walmart. Yeah. I'm like, dang. And then I'm looking at all the other stuff that I bought. I'm like, man, this is all like way cheaper. I could have probably got this for half of what I spent. Like yeah. it's one of those things. None of, we don't think about it, but it's like, damn, that's a lot cheaper. That might be where we have to start going because just it's worth checking out at least. Yeah. I mean, granted, you don't want to like if you go there and they don't have the stuff Walmart has, it kind of sucks because now you're like, oh, great, I'm making two trips. And but I know Steph because Steph is generally the person who buys all the groceries mm-hmm. and that's what she hates. She wants to knock everything out sure. in one trip. That's what Walmart expects. Yeah. And so that's it, why they have everything. Yeah. And so that's that's where I think if she went there, she'd be like, I wouldn't. Wouldn't stop hearing about it for the whole day. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> and that's pissed. and that's the thing is like I was uh, we were gonna make some brats at work, some on the grill, and uh, so I was gonna buy some hot dog buns, and I didn't have a lot of time, so I'm just gonna swing by research real quick. That'll be faster than Walmart. Mm-hmm. Well, hot dog buns at Walmart, like a dollar twenty five, dollar fifty. Research are like four bucks. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah. It's a lot more money, like. And you start thinking about it, it's like, man, if everything's marked up that much, you're spending a ton more money. Well, what's crazy is like, I'll go to Reese's though, and there'll be certain things that are cheaper there than at Dollar General. I know. And like, when did Dollar General become so expensive? It's not really cheap. No, it's like, it used to be though. Like it used to be like a cheaper option. And now it's like more expensive than most places. Again, I don't get it. It gets stupid. <laughs> it makes zero sense. Dollar General used to always be like, that's where you found like the bootleg wrestling figures, the bootleg yep. toys. Yep. I don't really see that anymore. Nope. There. It's, so it's like a lot of it's like real. I mean, it's Dollar General specific stuff, 
but it's like real like WWE. It's real Barbie. It's it's pretty, usually just older, right? It's real brand name stuff, but it's just like yeah, it's stuff you don't see at Walmart. I don't know. Very strange though. It's just I, I don't know. It's one of those weird things when you go there. You're just like, oh, okay. I'm basically spending the same amount of money. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, I don't know. Shopping's weird, man. It is, and it's gotten it's gotten even more annoying the older I get. Yeah, uh, it's it's one of those things though. Like I remember grocery shopping with my mom when I was young, and she'd buy a basket full of stuff. Mm-hmm. $100. And I thought, holy crap. We're good. Yeah, it's a lot of groceries. Yeah. $100. But like that would be like $500 now. Yeah, like $100 is like just about three or four bags yeah. worth of food. Yeah. It's it's, if you're buying any type of groceries, it's hard to not spend less than 50 bucks at Walmart. Mm-hmm. What's like, I. It's just nuts. I made a TikTok about like getting, um, <clears throat> getting Valentine's Day dinner, like from last weekend. And I. I went with like a list and I ended up spending like, right. It was like 97 or $98 or something like that. And I'm yeah. like, this is for one meal. Was that at Walmart? That was a research research. Yeah. But like, I was like, this is for one meal. And it was literally like three bags worth of stuff. And I'm like, this is stupid. Bane, you must have expensive taste, man. Dude. It was like, <laughs> you know, you know what I made? Oh, I do. Like, I get it. Yeah. I made, I made fettuccine Alfredo and chocolate strawberries. That's not that much. It shouldn't be. It should not be. But like it, what killed me was like, cause I made, I made the uh, Alfredo sauce from scratch. Oh, that's pretty good. I bet. And yeah, it's a whole lot better than like the canned shit, but I mean, you can flavor like season the canned shit to make it taste pretty close to that, but like, it's still not as good, but, mm-hmm. but like the heavy whipping cream was like $10 a bottle. And I bought two bottles of it cause I wasn't sure how much I was going to make. And then I bought like, they didn't have like just other than like the powdered Parmesan cheese. They didn't have like, shredded parmesan cheese that like craft makes or something like that so i had to buy like this expensive bullshit that was like eight dollars a bag and and i had to buy two of those and it was just like all this stupid stuff that ended up costing like so much i was like this is dumb you should have went and got you some white trash fancy i i I told steph i was like it would have been cheaper for us to go to olive garden yeah it would have been like this is stupid yeah you know like i said before i know we we bag on olive garden a lot but my last two times there have actually not been bad. Yeah. Because they've, they've upped the portions. That's always been an issue with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mind paying the money, but I hate when it's like. You don't have leftovers? Well, I mean, I want to be full when I leave. Right. If I'm paying like 20 bucks a plate, I want to be full. I want to yeah. be like, that was a that was a good meal. I am full. Yeah. And uh, it's never been like that at Olive Garden up until recently when they started upping their portions. Do you, know they're, do you know they're moving? So we actually went to the one on Memorial because we thought it was already closed, but apparently it's not yet. Oh, um, oh, you're talking about the one at Union Square? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That I I just found out if that was moving like not too long ago. But where's it going to? Do you know? It's still in Union Square, but they're I guess they're building a new building for it. Oh, apparently Dunkin' Donuts is going in there. Oh, that would be awesome. They're popping up a lot more. They are. There's we one don't, on Memorial as well. I'm surprised we don't have one on our side of town just yet. We probably will. But, like, Utica Square is probably the closest one we have. See tropical smoothies going up across the river? It's over by Walmart and the fire station? I did not. Yeah. Hmm. I've, I've you never, don't see too many of those. Yeah, not really. Uh, there's a couple in Tulsa, but I know uh, that's been rumored for a while, but I didn't know like, where it was going to be at. But it's, it's they're building a building for it now, and there's a sign. I was like, oh, nice. I could go for a smoothie. We need a Panda Express. Yeah. Hundred percent, and a target. If we had a target, I'd be so happy, dude. I like I. I think about this a lot. If we had like a Panda Express and a Target, um, do you realize how much traffic that would cut down Tulsa Hills? Oh yeah. Like I like that Panda Express. 
we only have three in Tulsa, like pandas. We have that one in Tulsa Hills. We have one on 21st and Yale, and we have one at 71st Memorial. Correct. Those are the only three in town. So that's why that one in Tulsa Hills is always like backed up all the way to the street. Cause it's the only one on the West side. And it's so good. It's super good. But like if I've we had, had one, if we had one over here, like it would be so much better. Oh, I agree. And then a target too. Cause that target in freaking Tulsa Hills is always stupid busy. So the benefit of my job being that I do shifts is like, sometimes I, if I need to go to target, I can go on like a Monday afternoon. Yeah. It's really not that bad. I, I've noticed during. Yeah. If you, if you go before everybody's out of, out of work, out of school, it's really not that bad. Yeah. It, that's always helped, but I agree. Target it, target. The problem with target though, is it's like a uppity Walmart. It's the same shit, but it costs more. Yeah. But then like every like two seconds, Hey, can I help you find anything? It's like, it's target, dude. I know where the stuff's at. Yeah. But, you know, do you actually have people come up to you at target? Oh yeah. All the time. I never have that at target. So that I, I knew a guy that worked there and he said, there's a five foot rule, which that may have changed with COVID. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it was at least six feet. Now. Yeah, it, it was like, <laughs> if they're within five feet of you, they're supposed to ask if they can help you. Really? That's the, that's the deal. I have never heard that. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where it's like, I like I I can't tell you how often I've been next to an employee at Target and they've never said a word to me. Maybe you just have that pissed off face. I do, but like you're just like I hate being like I'm a I have a very stoic. uh, I think it's called resting bitch face. Uh, I have have resting bane face. Yeah, I have that very stoic look about me when I'm not you know engaged in conversation, and and so I could see like maybe people just don't want to deal with me, but. Well, and, and I think it could be different now because I don't feel like that's happened to me in a while. Yeah. But I feel like the weird thing about customer service is you can be like way too much. Mm-hmm. Like you want to be, I, to me, I think you want to be available, but not in someone's business. Oh, yeah. And, and that's where I think there's that line. Because anytime someone asks me, can I help you find anything? Yeah. My answer is always, no, I'm just looking around. Yeah. And, and really that's the case. Like if I'm at like a vintage stock or whatever, I'm just, I'm, I am just looking around. I just right. want to see everything. And, um, but normally like places like that, or if you need anything, let us know. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know, and like, usually I don't have a question, but maybe I do that day, you know, like, yeah, but like, they're usually cool to answer. I just, I don't, I don't like someone like walking around me and can I help you with anything? I'm like, no, just leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Super annoying. Yeah. I, uh, there used to be, or I used to hear about this one place, and I feel like it wasn't in America, but they might have places like that in America now where you would, um, they had like two different uh, shopping carry baskets, and one was like, they were different colors, and one was basically to let them know that you do need help, or the other, and the other one was for like, if you don't need help. So like, if you pick the one where you don't need help, they wouldn't even bother you. Oh, that's smart. That's a really smart idea, and it's like... It's like Casa Bonita having the, the flag. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, you raise it if you want some more. You keep it lowered if you're full. Well, it's it's interesting how people are like that. Because like when I waited tables, um, I always noticed like, like when we had someone that was just a terrible server. Like I hated walking by their table because then it would like, hey, can I get the, you know, because like people need stuff. And like they right. don't even check on them. And it's not that hard to check on people. No. You know, but. Especially when that's your job. Right. And like last night we were eating and the server was talking to the table next to us for like five minutes. My mom's needing a drink. She needed a couple other things. And she's like, 
at a certain point you're like seriously like yeah you're just standing over there talking like you can't even check on your tables like it gets irritating you <laughs> oh, know yeah. when yeah. you're like i can't even eat my food i have nothing to drink like you you'd think that there would be a little bit more common sense than that but you'd think man but there's just a lot of a lot of like uh inconsiderate people though there really is yeah it's yeah. uh it's it's interesting how it goes but um I don't know. Like I used to see that all the time, like with waiting tables that to me, it wasn't that hard. All right. All right. Got your food here. I'm going to be right back for some refills and I'll get you some extra napkins. Cause that was like the, the only things people would ask for. Yeah. Extra napkins and refills. Yeah. So you just, I just tell them, okay, I'll bring them. Then they don't have to ask for anything. Right. And again, that's just learning, right? It's not hard. I guess we could talk a little wrestling. Um, a couple, <laughs> a couple of things happened, uh, this week. Um, you had elimination chamber and then I, uh, Mercedes Monet, I guess, is her new name. She's the new IWGP Women's Champion. Yep. And also CM Punk was in the crowd. Did you hear about that? I did not hear about that. Yeah, he was in the crowd. Apparently, there was like a big line forming around him, and oh God, they were kind of people were kind of irritated about that. Um, what are you? What? So let's start with Mercedes. What are your thoughts with all that? I'm cool with it. Like, I mean, I think it's cool that she's able to do what she wants to do, and that's just it. Like she she wanted that, and I think it's awesome. Here's another thing I, I've come across, and again, I don't watch a lot of wrestling these days right. as much. In fact, you actually said something to me a while back that really kind of struck me because I didn't think of myself that way, but you're like, you're basically a casual fan. Yeah. And I'm like, what? No, I'm not. I'm like a diehard fan. Yeah. But like, you're right, though. I don't really watch that much. Right. I follow along, but yeah. I'll watch clips, but I don't really watch the shows. Right. Don't even watch the pay-per-views. But I noticed when I was watching the Royal Rumble, there are so many people there that have been there so long that you stop caring. Yeah. And the first one that's like that came out was The Miz. And I'm like, I think The Miz is a great promo. I think yep. He's a great performer. He's always been very consistent. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, dude, that guy's been there so long. Yep. You know, at, at a certain point, I think you need more people doing what Mercedes did and leaving just so you can get a second run. Like, yeah. I think that does give you some, some life in this business. Like, when, if you look at like the 2018 roster and the 2023 roster, when it's like the same people, that's kind of a problem, I think, because these guys are having such long runs. Yep. And well, think of how long the Miz has actually been there. Dude, he was there in like oh six. Yeah, like he's been there a long time, and he's constantly been the Miz, and there really hasn't been a much of an evolution of that character. And so, not that there's anything wrong with him, like I I love him, but yeah, like I mean, if he left for a while, like even if we went to AEW and just went by Mike Mizanin or whatever, like. That would be cool. If the Miz all of a sudden said, hey, I'm going to New Japan, people would be like, what? <laughs> like, I don't think he'd ever go to New Japan. I don't think he would either. I think he's a WWE guy. Well, and he also wrestles the WWE style. I don't think he would. I, I can't imagine him wanting to wrestle that New Japan style. Sure. But it's just, it would be enough to make people be like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, you could see Miz versus Okada. Like, that's weird. You know what I mean? And it's something I think. Where with it's a dream match I never thought I'd yeah. want to see. We're gonna put that out into the ether now. <laughs> but I think there's something to that though, that these guys being here such a long period of time, it's like you can't, you know, uh Jim Ross used to say, I can't miss you unless you go away. Right. And so I think there's something to that. I've so heard I, a lot of people say the same thing about Baron Corbin recently. Right. He's a great mid carter that has overstayed his welcome. Right. And and again and again, like I guess they kind of gave up on the JBL storyline. Yeah. And I hadn't thought about it, but that dude has been repackaged a lot. I didn't realize how much. And every single one of them has failed to a certain extent. I feel like the only one that 
was good and it was only good because it was his NXT run is the lone wolf. And like, I kind of like the poor Corbin, poor Corbin was great. Did you see the elite they made where that's the alternate head? No, but that's awesome. Yeah. They did like the happy Corbin, like, you know, the rich one, Mm -hmm. but then like you get an alternate, like poor Corbin head. And I'm like, that's pretty fun. Yeah. It, honestly, I thought it was a fun character. Yeah. But it just, I think that's also like, what What are the legs? Like, right. there's no legs there. And I think, here's the th- another thing, though. I don't think people ever think, um, I don't think everyone's supposed to be a main eventer. No, they're not. And so I, that, to me, has never been, you know, an issue, I don't think. Right? Like, if, like the Miz has never been a main eventer. Not, I mean, he has been, but he's never been like a steadfast main eventer. Yeah, and I felt like even when he was a main eventer, he really wasn't. No. Kind of going back to what we were talking about off air, like he wasn't. He was never really the guy. No, and I mean, so it. I think he was just kind of a placeholder until the guy was in place. Right. So that to me is, I, I think, an, an interesting thing. Kind of like Chad Gable. I love the shoosh. Yes, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed in the Royal Rumble when he got Brock in the sleeper hold, he goes, shoosh. Really? <laughs> it's very, very funny. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, great stuff. So it's one of those things where it's like, I don't think Chad Gable's ever going to be the champion, but no. he should have a run. Yeah. But at the same time, now he's been there a while. So yeah. like, how long does he stay for two decades? You know, it's kind of like, I remember someone talking about, uh, I saw a video they were talking about runs in the WWE, like. The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, was there for this amount of years. Mr. Perfect was there this amount of years. Ravishing Recruit, Ultimate Warrior, they went to the list, and they're like, and none of them as long as Primo Cologne. Yeah. It's like, damn, like that gets you, right? Because, like, he did nothing yeah. while he was there. Not really. Yeah. But he was there a long time doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that is really weird to think about, man. It was like even a... I saw Johnny Gargano on Elimination Chamber last night, and it's like, oh, shit. I forgot he was on the main roster. Yeah. And it's one of those things where I think everyone assumed AEW, right? Yeah. That's what they they assumed he was going to go. And he probably was going to Mm -hmm. until Triple H took over. Yeah. And so then he opted to go back to WWE. But was that really the right call? Well, and and another thing, too, like watching that match, he had cool moments, but I felt like the crowd didn't care for him like they used to back in NXT. And I think that's going to be a big detriment to him is like, even though NXT at the time was built like an equal brand to the main roster, yeah, it's not. And no. so like him on the main roster, it doesn't seem as big of a deal. Also too, NXT doesn't have the steam now that it did five, six years ago. Well, yeah, exactly. Like I've been hearing people say like, well, Bronson Reed comes out, it's crickets. Yeah. And that dude's a legit monster. Yeah. And like, how do people not care about that guy? It's weird, right? Yeah. And I mean, like, I know, uh, uh, Damian priest, people seem to like, you know, react to him. All right. Seth Rollins, obviously people are always going to react to him. Um, I I think Damian priest is a hell of a performer though. Oh yeah. And I, I, I think given a few more years, he'll probably be a top guy in that company. Oh yeah. Um, and then Montez Ford, I mean, that dude's a bona fide star. Oh, yeah. And so I I think just shortly he'll be kind of on the on the push. I thought that was cool they put him in that match being because they don't really do that with tag teams as much where they yeah. kind of like they're not split, but you kind of see they're trying to like maybe these guys can both be stars or at least one of them. Right. Well, kind of it's almost like a um, uh, kind of like the New Day push where like they they're still a team, but. You know, the, but why not? Individually, you know? they can do stuff. And you think about it, the New Day, 
both two former WWE champions. That's pretty cool in itself. The only one who hadn't is Xavier. Man, he's been king of the ring. Right. <laughs> which I still think that was really cool. They made a King Woods figure, which is amazing. I, I I think they brought that whole thing back just for him. Oh, of course. You know, because he was, like, tweeting about it for months. Well, why not? Put it out there. Let, yeah. let people, like, the thing is, is now that we have the ability to tweet stuff out, it gives the opportunity for the people to be like, oh, well, then maybe that would be cool. Yeah. Let's do a King of the Ring. Like, why not? Yeah. I think that that's been an issue with WWE for a long time is they're not doing a lot of stuff that people would really be all about. Listen, and, that, and that's what they need to do. Yeah, they don't sometimes, and it's getting better now, but it's like sometimes for the longest time, they didn't allow themselves to have fun with the product. Yeah. And I think that's like, like the King of the Rings, stuff like that. Uh, you know, Halloween Havoc, before they brought that back, how many years were people clamoring to have that show back? Exactly. And I mean. Give me Battle Bowl. Right. Well, I mean, but like all the stuff that's like cool, like it took them a long time to bring back. And even now, like King of the Ring isn't back every year. No. You know, it's just they brought it back and they did that Queen's Crown or whatever for the women, which I still think they should have just called it Queen of the Ring. But, I mean. Yeah, and that was the thing is, like, they've only done this to kind of anoint a King character. Like, I don't, you don't have to make it part of your gimmick. Uh, yeah. It's, so I think of, like, you know, when it was popular, I mean, it was, like, something to elevate yeah, the guy. That's all it was for. Right. And it's, like. Would have never had Austin 316 if it wasn't for Stone Cold winning. Right. I mean, I remember Bret Hart won it, Owen Hart won it. I mean, it, it elevated a lot of those guys, and I think that's really what it should be for. Yeah, I agree. Like, Ken Shamrock was a king of the ring, you know? Like, oh, wow, I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, and, like, it's like he didn't need to wear the crown. Like, he's not going to do that. But it's, like, it's just kind of a cool thing to be like, wow. But it kind of, like you said, it kind of lets you know, like, this guy's a a contender now. He's a player. Yeah. Which I think is what you need. Yep. And I, I, don't know, I think stuff like that's cool. Oh, yeah. I'd like to see more of it. Oh. You see, uh, Ariel Hawani and uh, Tony Khan got some heat now. Is it because uh, that Ariel was at Elimination Chamber? Apparently, like I guess he kind of like Tony Khan tweeted him like a pretty mean tweet, and uh, Bane just rolled his eyes hard, hard rolled his eyes. Tony Khan has turned into kind of a little baby bag bitch, and um, and like you know, I, you enjoy your unbiased reporting or something, and. Ariel Hawani replied back about him being a snowman, which is... I don't know what that means. Oh! It's a re reference to the... Uh, yeah, I do. To the, to the booger sugar. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's just because, like, to me, best I understand, Ariel Hawani is, like, an independent journalist, right? Or he's a he's a reporter. Yeah. He does MMA, yeah. but he's covered pro wrestling. Right. But I don't know of any realm of him working in the... AEW. Yeah. So I don't see why he can't do stuff with WWE. And maybe that's how he saw it too. Maybe Tony Khan didn't see it that way. I don't know. But that just was a, was a bar bizarre thing to me. Yeah. I just, I feel like Tony Khan is like very, very sensitive. Yeah. Very sensitive. And it's, it's just weird. I remember we had a uh, social media class when I was in NXT. And the guy, the biggest thing he said was before you send anything, that's like tweet, Facebook, whatever, anything that's public. And honestly, nowadays with screenshots on texts, mm -hmm. that's applies there. He said, wait like five seconds and think about it. Yeah. And if you apply that to your life, mm -hmm. there'll be a lot of stuff you don't send. Oh yeah. Because yeah, I mean, just it's just not it's just so stupid. Yeah. You know, because like you said, that just makes Tony Khan look like a doofus. Yeah. And just 
would have anyone even been like, I don't even know if Ara Hawani has appeared on AEW television. I, I feel like he's interviewed a couple of the guys. He has, but he's also, he also interviewed like Roman Reigns and stuff. Right. So it wasn't like he was exclusively working with AEW. And I know yeah. he had, he'd kind of gotten irritated because I guess he did an interview with Tony Khan and Tony didn't answer anything. Yeah. And I'm sure there are certain things he legally couldn't. Right. But it was kind of the CM Punk fight stuff and all that. But yeah. still, it was just like, you, I don't know. You didn't need to fire at him like that. That was kind of uncalled for. Yeah, it just, again, it makes him look like a, a little baby. Uh, but I feel like Tony Khan might be like, uh, you know, having his head swirling right now. I I don't know any specifics, but I did see one tweet, and this could be all complete bullshit, that Triple H was pit- telling his writers to pitch him ideas for three free agents. Mm. First, Jay, Jay White's probably one of them. Uh, well, to me, because I, I thought I thought I had heard that Kenny Omega's contract was coming up. That's a rumor. But apparently and, he's got some time they can put on with the injury. Okay. But, like, he was another guy that I thought of. Like, oh, shit, is he thinking about swapping over? But, yeah. I mean, and it could also be, a, like, an MJF because I know next year his contract's up. So, I mean... I don't know, but like it could be that Tony Khan's like head is swirling right now. Well, that's the thing is you're in a position now where you can't lock these guys in right forever. Right, like you can lock them in for a few years, but not forever. I don't know if MJF would be as pushed in WWE as people think he would be. Yeah, because I still think there's going to be an approval process. Oh yeah, and yeah, he wouldn't go straight to the moon. I mean, Cody had you know some tenure in WWE. That's why he got that push. Sure. But at the same time, it's like, it is what it is, right? Like, I mean, you're not going to get everybody. I still think Jericho's going to go back at some point. Oh, he's, yeah. he's going to do the Hall of Fame, the oh, whole deal. Yeah. Like, there, I mean, he'd be stupid not to. Um, I I don't know. Like, there's been a rumor, because I'm sure you saw that Dax Harwood tweeted a picture of tequila, and there was a WWE logo in the corner. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, it's a new contract. It's like, they can't send him a contract while he's under contract. Right. But, Full disclosure, they send you packets. I still get them. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you have substance abuse issues, call this number. It's like that it's a former employee. That's a normal thing. Right. But I, you know, I heard on his podcast, he basically said, he's like, we weren't Triple H guys. And he was like, I found that out when me and Tommaso got hurt and he called Tommaso every week and never called me once. Really? See, I I kind of always thought they were. That's yeah, weird. I did too. But it's one of those things where it's like, wow, damn. Like, yeah. I think, you know, he probably enjoyed them, but probably didn't, you know. Look at him as his boys like you did Tommaso. Right. And, not every, and, you know, it was pretty obvious when I was there, like, who were the fact, factored in guys and who weren't. And yeah. some were able to bro- break that mold. Some weren't. Yeah. So it is what it is. But um, I feel like with FTR – because I know they always are in the conversation, too, about possibly leaving. I feel like they're probably going to be a team that's just going to do the indies for a year or two. Yeah. And probably be happy and then probably make a decision after that. Well, and also, too, I feel like now, because of what they've accomplished outside of WWE, I feel like now they're worth a little bit more than what they were when they left. And so, like, they could probably negotiate for for more money, for, Mm -hmm. you know, better spots, all that stuff. Not to mention, like, the tag division has still been kind of like crappy, but that's all because of the bloodline story. And like, I feel Which has like, been a, but that's been a good story. It's been a, yeah. But like, it's kind of been a detriment to the tag, tag division. division. Yeah. Um, but like, well, I feel like WWE's always had the thought of like their top division needs all the titles. 
because they did that with evolution you know they did that with dx right like every guy was holding a title pretty much it's not to me that's i don't think the usos need to be the tag champions no to do this i mean in and I'm fine with having that one moment where they all have gold because I get that. it's like, yeah, we're dominating the, but like, but then you don't want them to lose it because that hurts your story. Right. But like then at the same time, like they don't need to hold it hostage for months on end. Yeah. But I don't know, but we'll see. Like, I think once, once this whole story plays out, I think the tag division will kind of heat back up. We'll end it with this. Did you see that Cody finally commented on the all out brawl? I did. What'd you think of his comments? Um, I'm trying to remember what all he said because I know he said it basically just bummed him out, which is fair. He acted like him and Punk got along, yeah. Which I think people speculated that that was an issue. Yep. He uh, acted like him and Nick, Matt, and Kenny are all still buddies. Yeah. He still talks to him. Yep. And um, I get him being bummed out though. Like, yeah. It's. I know it's been so long since that happened. Now, like, there's actually speculation people are thinking Punk's may show back up, but. Well, and. and didn't he also say something to the effect of like, we had a mission statement and someone went against it. Right. Well, and he like punk didn't get it or something like that. Yeah. And he might not actually said punk didn't get it. But he's like, when somebody comes in and they don't get it, you know, that's not good. He was insinuating that he came in and didn't get it. That right. that's how I took it. Now everyone has different opinions. Cause you hear some people say like, Oh man, he was great. He was the best, you know, right. but then, other people say, no, he wasn't. So I still think Punk's the type of guy who's an amazing person, an amazing friend, if you kiss his ass. Seth Rollins clearly does not have a lot of love for, no, for Punk. And, and Seth, he even, he, cause he brought it up two, on two different occasions. And on the second time, he was like, he's like, I hate saying it because he did so much for me early on in my career. But he's like, I don't like the guy. That's, that's quite a statement. Absolutely it is. And I, I like, I feel like the first time he mentioned it was like, I, I almost felt like it was kind of like a work shoot type thing. That's what it seemed like. But then the second time around, it felt like a real statement. And I was like, well, damn, you know. Now, and Seth Rollins is the ultimate worker because he also trashes Logan Paul. Damn near the same breath, right? But again, like that's, I don't know if that's also not a shoot though. I don't think he does like Logan Paul, but I think he he understands business and knows I can make money with this guy. Yeah. Because like, I, I don't know, like, I know I said we were going to end it, but like Logan Paul to me, everyone like, like, oh, this guy's amazing. And I'm like, did everyone not see his hand getting held in the Royal Rumble? Yeah. The referees were right on his hip, so he didn't fuck anything up. Yep. And I get it. He doesn't know anything, but he doesn't know anything. Like John Morrison had a little interview about it. That, and that was very telling to yeah, me. Yeah. And he said, like, he was like, sure, maybe nobody's had better first three matches than him. But also, too, nobody's had more rehearsed first three matches than him. Yeah. He's babysat. Right. And so... And like that to me made a lot of sense too, because I mean, of course he's a megastar. They're going to rehearse the shit out of everything he's going to do. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying he's not pulling it off and he's not an athlete, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, he, when you give someone like ample opportunity to to succeed and he does, it's like, okay, well good for him, but it's not like he's the greatest thing. Well, and also too, like, I feel like he's, he's, kind of what what they're all playing on anyway like he it's tr- i feel like it's true like he's just there to kind of make his brand bigger 
Oh, yeah. He's not there because he really loves being a wrestler, and he's wanted this his whole life. If you hear him talk, you can tell he doesn't know shit. Right. And that's that's where I think it's like, oh, boy, this guy's going to bury himself. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we're going to go ahead and close this episode up. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Give a follow to some of our podcasting buddies, like the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast, and check out Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Yes. Doing the favor with Eric and Barry, the positively... Pro Wrestling Podcast, The Ringside Rant with RJ, The Leisure and Lariats Podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson, In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan, Boot to the Face with Marty and Rucker, Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel, his wife Caitlin and the Twins, uh, Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew, Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds, Howlin' with the Wolf with the one and only Jason Wolf, and uh, Pulling Up a Chair with our buddy Tim at a Chair Shot, of course, Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast with Richard Yule and Tots with our buddy Al Day. Um, our other podcast, No Holds Barred with Bill Benis. Yep. Currently on sabbatical, but I'm sure it'll be back soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, the TV Toycast with me and Travis Fowler every Thursday. And then I just launched a new podcast with my buddy Daniel Cross, the Saturday Morning Rumble Wheel. Yeah. Where we actually uh, spin a wheel, not a real wheel. It's a digital wheel. Because Damn. We don't have a real wheel in here. Yeah, I should have bought a real wheel. We should have, but uh, we don't have the resources for a real wheel. That's hard to say. Real wheel. <laughs> and... Uh, First episode is all about Harley Race. Yeah. So we spin the uh, the wheel every episode right at the end. And so you'll see a new topic every week. So check that out. Every Saturday morning. Uh, no holds. I'm sorry. Uh, Bane's Music. You can find all that on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your tunes. Yep. And all of our t-shirts can be found at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.RedBubble.com and whatamaneuver.net. Search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, TV Toycast, and many of our other podcasting buddies. Check them out as well. Absolutely. Anything else, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? Good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I take it? Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.